take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. From the pit, we are here with Joe from Casador. How's it going, man? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Mm-hmm. I'm all right. 
very enthusiastic over here today. Everyone's just <laughs> bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Not yet. Are you drinking? Yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's that's I'm, vital. I'm not, sadly. That was the, the first thing I did when I got home from work. Made some oatmeal and cracked open a beer. <laughs> nice. You know, you could have saved yourself the trouble and just bought an oatmeal stout. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I know, right? Was it Flanders Oatmeal Stout or whatever they call it? No, it was, it was some like Samuel Smith's like winter beer. Yeah, the Samuel Smith's oatmeal stout is fantastic. Well, if you use an oatmeal stout instead of water, that would probably be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> huh. God damn it, Mike! Come yeah, on. Sorry. Get with it, buddy. <laughs> so, anyway, enough about fucking oatmeal. Uh, <laughs> you guys released a new album. Yeah, way back in July. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we did. That's all right. It, it's we waited for it long enough, and we waited to talk to you about it <laughs> forever. Cool. It's kind of funny. Like, yeah, like half a year later, we're talking about it. It's really funny. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's been that long. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I, don't, I know. And then I think the last time I saw you guys was in in Philly. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. was a hell of a night. We're all very intoxicated with uh some of the craziest people <laughs> i think i've ever drank with <laughs> yeah yeah who, well, who was that band the first band that played those guys were really cool shit hawks um, yeah the shit magnificent yeah. shit hawks or some <laughs> shit like that <laughs> i still yeah, want to get them in here their their only requirement was that we bought them a fifth of uh of bourbon mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just buy them a fifth of like the fucking cheapest like seagram shit you can buy seven sevens dog yeah yeah. That's admirable, though. You know, like, if if someone wanted me to buy, like, their conditions were, oh, come to my house, but you have to buy me a fifth of bourbon, I'd, I'd let them in my fucking home, and I'd give them a fifth of bourbon. In fact, I'd give them two-fifths of bourbon. <laughs> you are a generous, generous man, Joe. I know, I know. I try. <laughs> uh Except uh, I was I was the only one not at that Philly show, and in hindsight, I, like, wish I lived in the state to do that. Where do you live? Oh, I live in Oregon. Portland? Oregon. Oh, wait, no, like, which part, though? Oh, I live in uh, Coos Bay on the south coast. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm about four hours from Portland. Yeah, I hadn't, no, even, nice. I hadn't even thought about that, but uh, Sam's the one guy on the show that I don't think has ever talked to any of you guys. Oh, true. No, sadly, I have not. Oh, and Tom, but that's because Tom's a lazy shit who just won't bring his ass out to a fucking show. Not a one. It's true. I don't think I've ever seen you at a single day of This Is Hardcore, Tom. you don't talk anyway. Get the fuck back on the recording equipment. Out of here. So, so, uh, dude, failure to thrive. Talk about a a huge fucking change overall in the sound. Um, Somehow a bigger sound. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened. I, I think a lot of, you know, when we were writing that, like, when I look back in hindsight, a lot of it, it, like, when I think about, like, when we came up with a lot of the parts and stuff, I was just, like, not getting any sleep. I was, like, I was so fucking manic during that time period. And, you know, all of us were, because we were just working, like, you know, 16-hour shifts, and then we'd have, like, a three-hour practice, then we'd have to work, like, three hours later, and that was, like, how a lot of that stuff came about. Jesus. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, that kind of answers the next question I was going to ask, which was, was there any big uh, shift in your lives or something or shift in mentality that made you want to write the way you did? But I guess yeah. you kind of answered that for me. <laughs> well, at that point, too, like all three of us had gotten into um, car accidents Ooh. that year. Cliff, Cliff got into a he got I think he got. Yeah, he got into an accident. I mean, it wasn't like I think he was like he slid down a hill with some ice and told the front of his car got a new car and then jake got into an accident with his car on the way to practice and then i got i got i told my car after a show so within from like 2000 i think it was like late 2017 2018 like um three of us like we went through a lot of like weird ass shit mm. i don't know and it was a lot of and a lot of it you know it was kind of like it, it like forced us to kind of like grow with the music in a way i mean oh, shit. damn it i forgot what i was gonna say well it's someone it, else asked. <laughs> no it's interesting because i and looking back at broken sun it was like this is i i could always kind of describe it as like this is definitely a sludge band with kind of post-hardcore influences um i it really doesn't even fit into that no, I anymore i wouldn't personally say so i don't i don't hear as much sludge on this release it, it's definitely a lot wider in scope more post-rocky uh, i would say and hardcore yeah yeah and i think a lot of that i mean a lot of that i think um we're trying to get a lot lot cleaner like have a have more cleaner sound trying to like use the metal the metal metallic influence is like a you know kind of like a framework but like i mean stay true to it as well but also incorporate a lot of that like kind of like you know really pretty post sound without being too over the top i guess i don't know how to put it well, i mean it makes sense i remember um our our first interview with you guys which was our our first interview and um was not great <laughs> it was kind of a mess yeah um but I remember you guys talking a lot about uh, just being really into tone overall, mm -hmm. like that being a huge focus. Um, yeah. And yeah, I feel like course. with that being the case, you're almost destined to eventually move uh, towards a somewhat cleaner sound. Yeah. If that makes I, any sense? Yeah. Like, I mean, Jake and I, we fucking nerd out on that shit. Like, well, I don't know. We'll we'll sit and like dial in tones sometimes for like it'll take us like, and we'll just talk about amps for like an hour, and then we'll like sit there with the stuff and be like, oh, that doesn't sound good, or like you know we need more of this on there, or more low end, more high end, and you know we'll just talk about like really ridiculous amps and shit, and like you know Cliff will just wail on the drums or whatever, and like yeah, and I think that is definitely a big part of like where we're headed now. Is it's just because. It's, I don't know, we're just trying to, we just want to sound big, I guess. But, so would you, would you describe yourselves as sort of like, uh, the Steely Dan types where you're like perfectionists about the way you sound on your recordings? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Well, cause I mean, we just, we're in the studio now. Well, we actually just finished a recording. <laughs> so, um, that'll be out in the next few months as nice. far as like, yeah, but as far as like, um, like conceptual stuff for it um like what the title is going to be we don't we haven't even gotten to that stage yet 
Yeah. Oh, uh, oh go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say it's it's funny, um, especially with you guys being that into gear. That you know, probably the biggest gearhead on the show has not had the opportunity to talk with you, because uh, Sam is nuts when it comes to oh, yeah. hardware. It's 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 taken all my self control not to completely geek out over this shit right now and start talking about rigs. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I, I got into it a little bit with the dudes from Bushido Code and the rest of the guys on the show were just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> in hindsight, it was pretty funny and I still don't regret it. So, um, you know, there was, a, there was some little flourishes of, uh, as far as subject matter goes on the most recent release, I saw some, you know, like Track 7, uh, little political spurts. Um, do you think that's going to dip off at all now that you're you're living where you're at uh, i mean that's a good question um i think well i think a lot of it too like are you talking about comey <laughs> yeah of course yeah so so when we i remember we were having practice the night donald trump got elected maybe we talked about this before but like and you know we were just sitting in front of the tv like what the fuck and then so like where we're at now i feel like it's just like living in that kind of system now and just accepting it and um a lot of the stuff that you know I, I feel like um i'm writing about now it's all just kind of like just like the mundane and just living in that world where you just don't really know if what tomorrow is going to bring or you know and especially here, I think about it all the time. I think about, like, ridiculous shit. Like, what if I'm just driving one day and, like, the fucking nuclear bomb just hits the pentagram? The, the pentagram? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that. It's like, it's it's just like, I don't know what the hell's going on. None of us know what's going on. <laughs> like, we're just here for, like, the long haul. Like, let's just fucking deal with it and stick together. And, like, if, you know, everyone's going through shit, let's just fucking let's live you know and that's a lot of the subject matter i'm trying to touch on now i don't i don't know how to describe it well I, you know i think i think you're i think you're really just describing that gem song it's just a ride it, it's like <laughs> impressionist impressionism sometimes, yeah. yeah sometimes you're up sometimes you're down i can't remember those fucking lyrics but uh yeah i mean i guess <clears throat> i guess the the lyrical theme of uncertainty what would you call it uncertainty I mean, I'd say that's a, I'd say that's a valid one. Certainly topical, certainly relatable for just about everyone around today. Yeah, a lot of it's just like, it's just kind of, it's just kind of, it's just fairly sporadic. And um, hold on, I'm trying to look for uh, some weed right now. Sorry. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> oh, um, right, okay. Just place the stash. Um. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uncertainty definitely. Like, um, where the fuck was I? Just yeah, like everything is just so sporadic there's so much to take in nowadays like you're just like we're all on our fucking phones and like we can't we can't fucking get off of our phones and we just see everyone's er everyone's lives like in real time pretty much like posting things and we see their successes we never see their failures we just see people's successes why the fuck would you post your failures <laughs> oh it's almost I know. cannibalistic I know. in a sense that the failures get drug out by other people and put up on sort of like a gladiatorial stage or almost an entertainment source yeah and when you do put up a failure when there is like a failure presented like it's almost 
it's it's almost like there's a lot of backlash you know what i mean well it's i mean it's the it's the whole fucking cancel culture thing you know god God forbid you fuck up uh you you better hide that shit (laughs) yeah it's weird yeah no more sympathy for the devil well it's uh, and the funny thing is i feel like no one is really immune to it like you can't you can't uh completely and totally isolate yourself from the the possibility of being canceled so yeah. this is kind of i mean there's another <clears throat> there's another thing about uncertainty it's like you never know like who's going to who's going to put my shit on blast like i suppose that's enough to make anyone feel paranoid yeah oh yeah yeah man you you can't trust it's just it's just a, it's just a wormhole you know it's i don't know we're just digging we're just digging a huge hole and i know it's probably going to explode one day but how, how do you how do you see that happening like what do you see being the end result of it i mean i it's i think we're already there like instagram you know facebook you know Mark Zuckerberg. You ever see that guy talk? Yes. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, the, yeah. that that's that's the, the Zuckerberg that's, uh, barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that wasn't really my that wasn't really what I was asking, but um, I mean it's so. Would you say that the uh, the overall uncertainty of the world is or is or has become a a major influence on the way Cazador's music sounds? Like, do you see that continuing to be the case? Yeah, definitely. And a lot of it too is like, you know, with me living far away now and stuff, I like I I was I was talking to Cliff and him were having a conversation a few months back and I was like, it's the type of music that you kinda you grow with. It's not really the kind of music where we wanna do like all these like huge, you know, tours like for like three weeks at a time. You know, it's it's more like let's play like a good you know, like maybe like a week of really good shows with some great people and go to some great cities and try and like go as far as we can. But also like we don't want to lose if we if we just grind at it that way, I feel like it loses a lot of like the emotional aspect where we get a lot of our influence from. It makes sense. I mean, you know, I, I've, I've thought about that, especially um, doing more interviews these days, like. I forget who it was. I think it was when we were talking to Eugene. Uh, he said, you know, once you put the art out there, like, it's it's out there. It's its own thing at that point. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what, like, once you do that, to tour for three months straight and play, you know, fucking, I don't know, 30, 40 shows, like, by the end of that, that, that music can't even feel like it's anything anymore when you're doing that that right. frequently yeah it becomes a job yep so you're you're afraid of it becoming routine in a way which i so which i guess is also a, a valid concern yeah i mean not like entirely afraid of it but it's i don't want to like i said i don't want to lose like the integrity of the music and the integrity and, and all that is like the emotional aspect of it and it's one of the things that really stands out about your live performances, you know, especially being a, a hardcore kid. Like most of the time I go to shows and I want to fucking stage dive and yeah. be up there and involved. Um, 
watching you guys, I just I don't want to do any of that. I just kind of want to absorb it. Like yeah. It's yeah. an experience. Uh, it's it's kind of unique and refreshing. Yeah, yeah. De- definitely like shoegazy, but for the right reasons, I'd say. I mean, every time we show up, we 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 push to the front and kind of just let it wash over us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love it. Yeah, you guys are awesome. I wish like, I'd been there. Yeah, get the fuck over here, man. <laughs> yeah, get to the east coast. You know what? You're you're free to pay my way. You can do that. <laughs> just gotta, you gotta play like right before or right after this is hardcore because yeah. that's when we we fly sam out for that every year okay yeah i gotta go uh, up to that this year you I should man. Mm-hmm. all of you guys should come out it's a great fucking yeah. time you yeah. should i'd like i'd like to actually meet you guys i hear so much I've, i hear and heard and have heard so much about you that it's just like i feel like i should have met you by now yeah definitely dude. <laughs> Sure, we will meet. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, speaking of exactly that, you know, um, are there are there tour plans uh, in the works? So, um, I mean, we don't really have a lot of shows lined up right now, um, but we have. So, we have a show first of February um, up in Massachusetts, Western Mass, with a bunch of like doom bands that should be cool. Um, but as far as like touring and stuff and like shows, we have some stuff like kind of lined up. But so like August, come around August, there's going to be um, uh, there's I, I'm sure you've heard of it. It's called RPM Music Festival. Um, it's up in up in Greenfield, Mass. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you haven't. But there we're hopefully we'll be playing that and I think around that time so like end of august early september september we'll probably f- do some kind of a run maybe like a five or seven day thing i'd like to anyway i'm sure the other guys would yeah y'all better make it to philly again oh dude dude philly's our favorite philly's philly's the like personally philly is my favorite place to like play you know i've been going there for years just for music and like everything about it it's just like you guys are fucking spoiled Yes, mm-hmm. yes, we are. Because you're in between, you're in between like New York and like you get in New Jersey, and you're in Philly, <laughs> and it's really the last. I think it's the last true city on the East Coast. It's the last city on the East Coast, like north to south, that has a real like true sense of like purpose in music. You go, you go, like like down where I am right now. There's no fucking. There's no. Yeah, you have like minor threats from here and like you know bad brains and a lot of fucking good bands and shit yeah that was the fucking 80s exactly like (laughs) nowadays it's like when you think of like philly like it's like like it's a huge fucking deal man like you don't fuck around with philly bands and philly music and it's serious shit i mean it's like the the times i've been there i've been there twice now uh all i can think to myself is wow this place has like the ideal music scene and the people in it are like the ideal kind of people that I would like to be around. I don't like, I've, I've been to, this is hardcore twice now. And Phil and I went to one or two other little things here and there while I was around, but man, it was just Philly. Philly is really like the shit. It honestly is like the only major city I could ever see myself living in. Yeah. And that the music scene there would be in almost enough of a reason to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's cool too because it's it's branching out a little bit. Like, um, 
I know because of that and like because of the proximity, like Baltimore's hardcore scene has been coming up. Yep. Um, yeah. There's oh, they're good too. Yeah. There's a little bit of a spark down in Delaware, which you know I'm not going to Delaware, but hey, good for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Heard about Delaware, yeah. It, it's it's nice to see that kind of spread out, um, and it's it's largely because of Joe Hardcore, who's been just grinding oh, yeah. it out, hosting shows yeah. here since he was 15, like building yeah. a scene and 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 getting the venues, which is the the hardest part I think uh, mm-hmm. for most scenes because you, you you start out you're you're a small scene, you get aggressive idiots, they wreck a venue, and then it's like <laughs> fuck, where do we play? Yeah, yeah, that happens a lot. I, I think it was uh, I forget who it was uh, one of the times we saw you guys someone was talking about a venue up in Boston that was just like falling apart yeah there's a there's a few of those I mean Boston has Boston is like it used to be like I feel like it used to be like a real good place I mean obviously bands like Converge and you know like old school shit like Jerry's Kids and all and, you know slap shot fucking hey, you guys but, have blood for blood for fuck's sake yeah i know yeah but like it's i don't know it's i feel like a lot of that too like boston like you said like it's like it branched out a lot you got a lot of college kids influencing the area now so you get a lot of bands that you got you have berkeley there so keep in mind you have a lot of like you know like really like really talented musicians in there like coming in and then also coming out so I feel like a lot of that, when it kind of trickles down into the music scene, it a lot of bands get kind of like, there's a lot of saturation going on in terms of like metal and stuff. And then same with hardcore. I, I, like I, but people tell me all the time that there's this, like Boston definitely has a unique sound. And I can, I can, I can kind of attest to that. I kind of like, I don't know how to explain the sound, but I can, I kind of like feel it when we're writing music. I know. I don't know if it's just Boston or what. It's weird. Yeah, well, I mean, there was certainly, uh, there's certainly quite a doom scene up there. Like more than most places. I, mean, yeah. you know, we only found out about you guys through uh, Green Bastard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not even a band anymore. I don't think those guys are doing anything. No, I, I, I don't think so. I, I see, uh, I see Max posts on Facebook occasionally. But yeah, nothing yeah. about music, which is sad. They were fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because I feel like I used to hear about Green Bastard stuff all the time on the show, and then yeah, somewhere along the line, it just kind of petered out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were they were cool dudes. We played some really good shows with them. They were they were like talk about tone freaks and nerds. Like those guys nerded out hard. As <laughs> mm-hmm. I was say, I'm. Kidding. That might have been the band that I uh, I remember them complaining about. Apparently, they wanted to play at a certain volume at certain venues, and the venue owners were like telling them no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were really loud. That yeah, I remember. I don't know if that we played with them that show, but they definitely got told to turn down a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking. It's doom. It should be. It needs to be loud. Even like with with your guys, like. When we when I saw you at, at Century, like, like that loud, like, like, it just pushes you, and it that that's how it's supposed yeah. to be felt. Like, well, 
we did spend a little bit of time or a lot of time talking about, uh, I guess, negative inspirations for your music. But I have, to, I have to say, uh, Cazador's got a backbone of a hopeful sound. Um, mm-hmm. Where would you say that might come from? Uh, the, I think, the, I think well, it's funny. Cliff and I, we're always, we're very opposite. And, like, I think part of the reason we, we write so well together is because we also clash, like, with one of them, like, our beliefs. Like, you know, I, I used to be, like, a fucking hardcore, super nihilist atheist when I was a kid. You know, as you get older, you kind of like are like, all right, whatever, you gotta accept things. But I still have that part of me where I'm like pessimistic, but I'm it's more of like a skeptical realism, you know. And you know, Cliff is the same way, but he's very he definitely like like if we're writing lyrics, I'll always say no hope. He'll say have hope. So it's <laughs> it's funny. It's funny that it's like an interesting dichotomy. So it's like, but I think a lot of it does, like I think it does feel hopeful because i I do want it to be hopeful i don't want it to be like negative and i don't want to portray like a negative <laughs> sorry like the cat oh, yeah, no, my, that's, my cat's that's like my... freaking out right now like, Dude, my, my, my cat is just like bitching at me for some reason and i can't stop her they hear each other it's all right it's it's been a running theme throughout this show that we get disrupted by animals <laughs> no nothing wrong with that dude no. <laughs> someone someone's dog my cat like, ham Dude, I'd rather get interrupted. <laughs> I'd rather get interrupted by animals than people any day in yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Well, my 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 cat is also really young, so she's still got all that kitten energy, and she kind of just takes it out on me whenever I'm trying to record shit. Yeah, see, I I feel the same way, except for four thirty in the morning when my cat wants to get fed half an hour early, so he starts clawing yeah. me in my sleep. Yeah, those those points. Yeah. I'm not really too crazy about the animal See, interruption. Part. I don't know. My, my my cat just walks all over my face and just like yells at me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the cats, man. It's better than Tom running in your room trying to frog splash you. <laughs> what? <laughs> After an eight-hour acid trip, Tom's like, "Oh, I'm gonna come in frog splash Mikey on the bed." Oh my god, Tom. Why would you do that? It was deflected masterfully. I broke my wall. <laughs> what the fuck? Rest in peace, Mike's wall. <laughs> Could be part of the reason we got kicked out. No, that's that's the real tragedy here is the wall. What did the wall do? Oh, fuck's sake. Uh, but no, I mean to to get back to it, it is funny. Um, I mean, especially hanging out with the with the three of you as much as we have, like you guys are a weird mix in general, even personality wise. Mm-hmm. You're you're yeah. three very, very different people. Um yeah. like if I were to see you together, the last thing I would think is, oh, those three guys are gonna go up on stage and play some weird progressive, like doomy slud shit. Yeah. It, yeah. It's we've gotten that before. I mean, I think part of it is too is because <laughs> we we're like a multi ethnic, multiracial band. And I think, you know, I think it's just something you see, like, obviously. And I think, and I don't know if that's it. And I'm sh- I'm really short, too. Maybe that's part of it. Clip's very tall. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of, and like, we just have these big ears. I don't know. I mean, I'm the, I'm the tallest dude in our group, but we've never gotten into any arguments over it. 
Yeah, no, we don't argue about like <laughs> that'd be funny I'm, if we did. It, it, it is it is funny that probably the biggest guy is the one stuffed into the corner behind the drums and you're out yes. there in front of a you know in front of a giant amp with all the room in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Settle in that base. Yeah. I know. There, there is an interesting irony to that, that's true. Yeah. It's yeah, it's weird to me. And like I don't know, I, I I kind of like gravitate gravitated towards bass just because I always it, it, to me it just felt maybe it's because I'm short and I have like that stupid like sh- subconsciously have that like short guy complex like I just want to feel big all Boy. the time and maybe a bass makes me feel like big I don't know <laughs> yeah I believe it's called Napoleon complex <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> no I, don't, I definitely yeah I don't fuck Napoleon dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. Prompted. Can that just be the title of this interview? Sure. Fuck yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you mentioned you guys have just recorded new material. Um, is this, you know, is this? Do you feel like it's kind of in the in the same vein as Failure to Thrive, or are you you moving in different directions uh, still, mm. or? you know way way different it's really? uh, it's in the same vein yeah it has like like the metallic it has the metallic like um tenacity but it's all it's very it's it's a lot more I, we played a couple of the songs um when you guys saw us in philly but it's a lot it it's it i wouldn't say soft it's like e- melodic and easier to listen to maybe for like just someone who has never heard this type of music before so does that mean we're going to be getting some uh, some ballads, some crooning ballads? Yeah, I mean, cool. Yeah, it's I I, I do a lot more <laughs> clean singing. Um, as, like, well, look, I I really just want a cover of "Every Rose Has Its Thorn." Can you do that for me? Uh, yeah, if you want. I feel <laughs> I feel like that's more of a wild dust move. Oh <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know what? Don't crush my dreams, Phil. I I mean, you'd get it if you saw wild dust. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Dude, Wild Dust is fucking sick. They're incredible. They They're, I, yeah. I, I still think almost on a daily basis about when they covered Long Way Back from Hell. And that they one eat show. the Bible? Yes. Eat the Bible? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're Anyone amazing. who eats a Bible is awesome. They're a fucking, <laughs> they're a hidden gem. I don't know how more people aren't talking about them. Yeah, I know. Crazy, crazy shit. Um,. But yeah, man, I, I I really hope you get back down to Philly this summer. It was cool seeing you kind of move up in the venue world down here from uh, from Century to Kung Fu Necktie. Yeah, yeah, Kung Fu Necktie. That was that was that was really surreal. I mean, I, that same day, I I got a black flag tattoo. Yeah, yeah, I'm. It's like the only black flag tattoo I'm jealous of. It's cool <laughs> as shit, and I've just got my fucking blotchy bars on the back of my arm that, that still need to be touched up like a decade later <laughs> whatever man i mean it's nothing wrong with you know just the regular with the regular bars man like you're barred for life you know and you, you know but like, i don't know go go ahead what you don't know no, i was gonna i was gonna say like uh i've known a couple of people with the uh the black flag bars and they, I don't know why. How like how do how does someone manage to make the the bar 
does look like shit. I've seen it happen a couple times. I'm just like, how did Dude, you fuck Sammy, that up? Straight, like simple shapes are the hardest <clears throat> things they're, to do in tattooing. Especially really? if they're, especially, <clears throat> uh, well, yeah, especially the black flag. Because if you get them bigger, then it turns into a bloody mess. That's why mine mm -hmm. are kind of blotchy because he couldn't see uh, while he was filling it out. So there's some like soft spots. Uh, no. And then if you do it small, okay. it's really hard to keep them straight. And you gotta mm. space them right, or they bleed together after like ten yep. years. It's yep. it's Ooh. a huge pain in the dick. Yeah, I know nothing about <laughs> tattooing, so thank you for clearing that up for me. Hell yeah, dog. I'm also the only one in this. I think I'm the only one in the group right now who doesn't have a single tattoo. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, Leaves I have enough expense. I think I have enough expensive hobbies as it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that part sucks about it. Yeah, you know they cost money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. Can't but, just um, uh, can't just be like, hey, this is a chance to promote your art. Paid <laughs> <laughs> in free promotion. <laughs> I can't believe people pull that shit. Unbelievable. All, all, every artist I've ever met has told me some variation of that story at some yeah, point. Opportunity. Actually, um, uh, have you have you ever had a have you ever had some shitty promoter try and ask you to play? It's like, yeah, we, we, uh, you're playing for promotion. Yeah, dude, all the time, man. Like growing oh, up, totally. I used to play a lot of those. Sell, but here, here's like ten tickets. Go sell them for like twenty bucks to like ten people you know. And if you run out, come ask me for more. <sighs> yep. Oh yeah, God. I've done that. There have been, yeah. uh, you know, I I, I follow uh, like Joe Hardcore and Chris X, the guys who run a lot of the shows down here, have made post after post about how like. Um, pay-to-play promoters and, like, the ticket sales are fucking... They're jerk-offs. Like, <laughs> it's, it's the worst thing. Well, it's a really scummy practice, so, yeah, you know, Joe yeah. and Chris are right. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, imagine, you know, you're just trying to play music at the end of the day and just, you know, you're trying to have fun, and then you have some assholes like, hey, I want to fucking capitalize off of music. Like, Nothing wrong with, like, promoters. Not I'm not shit-talking promoters, but there are a lot of, like, shitty promoters out there who... Like, for example, we played a show in Boston, um, uh, not, like, in back way back in April, and I actually got yelled at by a promoter in the middle of our set. What? In the middle of our set. We had just started playing, and, um, like, the guy... the So, the, he was the sound guy, too, all right? Oh, God. And, and fucking so, and like, I can't, like, there was no, nothing was mic'd. It's like the small little club. And I'm like, I'm sitting there telling Jake to like, turn up his guitar. Cause we're running two cabs on each side of the stage, stereo, whatever. And I'm like, turn up yeah. your guitar over here. And then the guy gets, he fucking leaves the soundboard, gets in the middle of like the stage area, like looks at me in the eyes. Like, stop it. You fucking asshole. You fucking stop it. Turn off your shit. If you need something, tell me, don't tell him if you need something. He just like what? humiliated us in front of the entire <laughs> place. Yeah. Oh my God. And, Yo, and the, do we oh, need to man, take a fuck. trip up to Boston? <laughs> fuck man. Yeah. It was <laughs> fucked up. It was almost as if like, he thought I was like an in, in insult that I didn't ask him to like turn Jake up when I was just like, I, I don't know your name. You never introduced myself yourself to me. Like, I don't know. You, the, there's no mics back here or anything. I, what? It just it sounds like shit. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I know. I know you tend to hear a lot more stories about bands being dicks to sound guys, but there are some fucking douchey sound guys out there. There really yeah. are. Yeah. I know. I've met a I couple. Met, that's insane. Yeah. 
I don't know. It was like, and it was, it was, it was just really funny. Like I, you know, it kind of like scared the shit out of me, like for a moment. But then I was like, after we started playing, and I was just like, dude, this guy just like, like made me more pissed off. Like he just, like if anything, I'm just gonna like get angrier, and I did. And you know, it was, I don't know, we played okay, I guess. And you know, at the venue afterwards like apologized to us. The venue, they were like, yeah, we didn't mean for him to do that. That was very embarrassing like they were embarrassed like on his behalf you know what i mean like yeah i would be too yeah Yeah. you just look like a dick seriously yeah (laughs) so do you think he was do you think he was doing it like just to spite you and fuck with you or something or yeah yeah he was an asshole like he you know like first of all he looked like fred durst (laughs) (laughs) anyone anyone who fucking looks like fred durst in Uh. my opinion All right, um, he like backwards hat, you know, one ear pierced, like what, like Ooh. what, like oh, maybe the right ear, ear and then the little oh. soul patch, and then the oh. really baggy pants, oh. <laughs> really baggy baggy ass fucking pants, like. Oh. And you're from oh, Boston, no. like get the fuck out you of know, here. You know what I'm saying? You know why he has those? I've ever heard it. You know what he has all ICP those... fan exactly. You know, you know what? Honestly, um, I would rather hang out with the dudes from ICP than Fred Durst any day of the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Legit would. Me too. Sure. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. yeah. Sit around and slam some fucking Fago. Let's do it. Yeah. You guys know the band Meth? I hear about them? Meth? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I feel like I should. Yes, you no. do. Yeah. We check these guys out because they actually played the site. They played the IC whatever the ICP fest mm. uh, gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah, the gathering of the Juggalos, and apparently they showed up to gathering of the Juggalos, and they were like, "We're meth." And um, there's a whole like there's a whole you go on their Facebook. They're they're signed to some ridiculous record label, um, one of the bigger ones. Prosthetic. But, yeah, they're on prosthetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just talked about them last week. <laughs> they were my number three uh, top uh, ten. Okay, yeah, and like, yeah, they posted something about how they showed up, and I don't even think they played because like everyone was so confused that they were there and they were like, "Who's meth?" Like, <laughs> it's, it's uh, that festival is so weird because they get really legit acts, like uh, yeah. fucking, you know, like uh, Method Man and Red Man have played mm-hmm. there, like all kinds of weird shit. Dude, There's fucking a- fucking Guar has played Gathering of the Juggalos <laughs> multiple times. It's, yeah. It's one of those things where I'm I'm so fascinated. I'm always tempted to go, but I'm also afraid that they'll sniff me out as like, you're not into this shit, and then I'm you're gonna lurking, yeah. yeah, then I'm just gonna get drowned in Fago and beaten with stop <laughs> you know, signs or some shit. You know, <laughs> I I I, I, stage. I I doubt that'll actually happen. Like I've I've met a couple people who've been to gathering of the juggalos, and they're like, it's really just one big party. Like everyone's just there to have a good time. Honestly, it, it sounds bizarre. But if someone if someone came up and said, "Hey, man, I have an extra ticket to go to Gathering of the Juggalos. I'll pay your way. Do you want to go?" F- I fucking go. Like I'm there. I just I just want to be around that experience and be able to write like a Gonzo style series of articles about it. Well, I think yeah. it's I think it's decided. We need to get Cazador on Gathering of the Juggalos, and we need to we send do. Sammy there to uh, write up an article about it. Yes, I will. I will sit in the background the whole time, and I will be yeah. taking notes. I'll even have like a an actual physical notepad, and I'll be writing things down. And you got to start smoking cigarettes out of Deville's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure you can still buy those. You can. Oh, they're good for weed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. No problem, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tiffany, I, I, I feel like people would make fun of you so fucking hard if they saw you smoking your joint through a divot. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. I think that's pretty admirable. So yeah. I saw someone with a Deville. I'd be like, "That's cool." Like I, I see you're also a man of culture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we, we're culture. <laughs> we're we're great at staying on track on this show. I, uh, oh yeah, this, always this, this is how always on topic. This yes. is how all of our interviews go. Like they devolve into the goofiest shit humanly mm-hmm. possible. Yeah, fuck Napoleon, man. fuck that guy he's a dick yeah i mean at least that's the that's the impression i've always kind of gotten is that he was kind of a dick yeah yeah damn it yeah i don't think i've ever thought this much about napoleon yeah me neither i'm really thinking i'm watching bobby flay right now um with my fiance we're just smoking weed watching bobby flay and you know I'm thinking about Napoleon II Bobby Flay, and I'm, like, having a weird existential moment. <laughs> so is, here's a question. Is Bobby Flay as much of an asshole as he used to be? Because I remember seeing him, like, on the old school Iron Chef episodes, <laughs> and he was a total dick. I've, I've, Go ahead. What? I've, got, I've got beef with that guy. He did a show for a while where he, he tried to go around to different cities and settle food <laughs> debates. Yeah. And he was did it, uh, Philly. Was it? Was it beat Bobby Flay? Yeah. Was it another one? No, 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 no. He would just go, like, he came to Philly, and he he was like, I'm going to determine which one's the best cheesesteak. Oh, no. And all he, like, it was between Pat's and Gino's, the The biggest tourist traps in the fucking city. Oh. Like, you don't. You don't even know what a fucking cheesesteak is, Bobby Flay. Get the fuck out of here. Seriously. Get the fuck out of (laughs) Philly. Yeah, and then he had that show where he'd, like, show up and be like, hey, Bill makes euros, like, I can make a euro better than Bill. And, yeah, yeah, on people. Yeah. I think he he did a similar thing where he on that that show where he came to Philly to try to make a better cheesesteak and he fucking got his ass handed to him. Yeah, fuck out of here, man. You know it's funny because apparently that happens a lot. Like I have a relative who used to watch Beat Bobby Flay all the time, and he's like, I, he's like, I always laugh because he would get his fucking ass handed to him half the time, and it was always hilarious. Well, what do you fucking think? So you go into someone's city and you're like, I can do this better than you, and you think the locals are gonna be like, Oh yay, Bobby Flay's here. My kung fu is better than your kung fu. <laughs> hey, <fuck. laughs> yeah, I would take a skewer and shove it right up his urethra. <laughs> I, a kebab, unrealistic sounding. No, fuck, Reed. fuck Bobby, fuck Bobby Flay too. That's it. We're just firing shots. We're firing yeah. shots all day now. <laughs> fuck Napoleon. Fuck Bobby Flay. Fuck the butcher babies. Fuck them all. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. Oh wait. No. D- Joe's not in on that joke. He's Sorry. Now. Yep. No. No, we have a we have a long running tradition of making fun of a really goofy band called the Butcher Babies. If you haven't heard of them, that's good. I know the Butcher Babies. I know they. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been I've been trying to 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 get them to notice me uh, bashing them for years. So it doesn't work out. We, we almost we almost got the dude, the former drummer from Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, yeah, we almost got him. Really. <laughs> Yeah, apparently he's a cop now, and he's yeah. filming weird, uh, like weird horror, horror porn parodies. Porn. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> so, you know, of course we had to make fun of that. And he read our message, but he didn't <coughs> respond. So What the hell is a five-finger death punch anyway? Because, you know, technically when you punch someone, you're hitting them with four fingers. Your thumb really probably wouldn't hit them. You're, they should call it a, fi- a four-fist death punch, not a five-finger death punch. Four fists would imply four separate fists. Well, yeah, Goro. <laughs> True. Goro. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's 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 uh, let's keep it let's keep it like factual here. I mean, have you seen their album covers? Like, no, they're incredible. Hold <laughs> on. There's a, like they 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 had one that was just so unfucking believable that you would think it was it was. Oh my god! Yeah, they've got their own version of like uh, th- like they they tried to have a mascot. Hey, it's just oh, horrendous. No. It's just this big beefy <clears throat> idiot. He just a, has like he's got a chainsaw and a head. baseball bat. It's so bad. Oh Look, my god! Do yourself a favor and just Google Five Finger Death Punch album covers. Oh my god! The album is called Got Your Six. Yeah. Oh my god! It's amazing. It's so tactical. They're, oh, they're, right? like, even numbers like. It's just it's something else. Uh. Anyway, right. we should. Kind of get back on track here. Right. You know. Why would we stay on track? Uh, why? Oh my god! What the fuck is that? I'm sorry. Our uh, producer just pulled up a fucking. Their, uh, the, Purgatory. They have an album called Purgatory. I don't know if you oh, have any no. way to do this right now, but you should really look at this album cover. It's it's oh. stunning. I don't understand the story it's trying to tell. I, I have <laughs> no idea. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Oh, um, oh, you know what's no. really upsetting is the oh, subline no. that says "Tales from the Pit." What? No, oh god. Yeah. Oh, we gotta make that. Sound. Oh my god. It's like a thing on the website. And- no, it's not like actually on the album. I don't. Like, fingers crossed. I don't know. I get. It's over, man. We're done. You're I I saw another one off in the sidebar. You want to hear uh, this? This is quite the album title: "The Wrong Side of Heaven and the Righteous Side of Hell, Volume One," implying there is there either is or will be a Volume Two, because this this is a story. This is a story that deserves two parts. Listens to this shit. Oh, here we go. Yeah, no, no, they're, they're cover for uh, uh, Five Finger Death Punch Strikes Again, American Capitalist. Oh my god. With a fucking Lamborghini and a. It, this is just unbelievable. No, that's See, a back piece you should get, sad. Sammy. This is what oh, makes man. me sad. Like I, like, I just got bummed out. Like, I can't even look at any more of this stuff. This shit just bums me out. People listen to this shit. I don't understand. Like, God he, bless them. Shit. But you know what? Uh, and no, let's no let's wrong. also not forget that um, Ivan Moody, their frontman, has been uh, like accused and convicted of uh, domestic assault, which, <laughs> which I feel like surprises absolutely no one. Mm-hmm. So this is basically just a band full of like abusers. Yes, <laughs> yes, just uh, just uh, valor stealing uh, abusers. Yeah, homewreckers, yeah. like misogynistic, <clears throat> like fucking heteronormative masculine men we are we are talking about the ultimate like the ultimate modern bro band yeah okay the Thanks. ultimate modern bro but yeah. by the way metal really mouth. 
every every everyone listening please no you know what smash mouth you know what i would rather listen to smash mouth 100 yeah me too walking on the snow is a good album i just feel bad for that guy he had they can only like get recognition for being the band from shrek now and the dude was playing they were playing something and the dude was wearing a shrek costume and had a heart attack on stage in the shrek costume that's sad. It's it's very sad and also kind of like I can't help but laugh at it because it, yeah, it's like, it's it's kind of funny. Well, it's at least they had like funny. a positive message. I mean, they were just like, "Hey, man, you're you're just an all star." They they weren't like, "Suck my dick, yeah." <laughs> by by the way, anyone who wants anyone who wants to know what Phil was talking about earlier with the mascot. Do yourself like I mean I'm I'm you're not going to be doing yourself a favor, but look up the cover for Five Finger Death Punch's Got Your Six album. Yeah, I'm good. It is, um, good. it is, uh, it is really something. Well, we, it, it is, about, it is yeah, something. We, to we've hold. gone down a dark hole to, to get back to literally the polar opposite of fucking Five Finger Death Punch <laughs> and their oh, just God. parade of garbage. Um, it's sad. It makes me sad. <sighs> I, I don't know what to do about it, man. I, I, I don't. But at least you guys are out there doing something real. Yeah, and I think a lot of it, too, is like a... It's, it's almost like a... Okay. Like, I'm, I'm I'm fed up with... Fed up. I've been fed up. I've been fed up with the metal scene. Like, there, like all... Man, it's just like... It's like it's exclusive, yet it's... You're, you're you're cutting out just a little bit there, man. Oh, yeah. okay. What did you hear me say so far? Like every other okay. word. Okay, I'm inclusive. It, the scene's very like inclusive, yet it's very exclusive. It's almost as if like there's like a sense of fascism. Um, in every scene, there's always like there's always some kind of like means of conformity, and I think like what we're trying to do is like we don't want to be part of that scene like we don't want to be a hard band i don't want to be a metal band i just don't want to be a punk band i just want to be a band like that band mm-hmm. I, I mean that makes sense and it's yeah. it's kind of um it's exactly what we've been kind of preaching for years on this show and what we've been kind of inspired by um the philly scene with the fact that you know uh, yeah, it's Joe Hardcore and Chris X putting on a lot of these shows, but they bring in crossover bands and they bring like, you know, all kinds of different shit. It's uh, like the hardcore scene down here isn't just hardcore. I mean, Departed is essentially a death metal band, and they're yeah. huge down here. So it's it's cool, man, uh, and I want to see more of that. So definitely keep, you know, keep bringing in every influence <clears throat> you can. Yeah, yeah, it's like. I don't know, it's just, I don't really have any, you know, direct influences and stuff. Like, I hate when people are like, who's your favorite band or whatever. It's like, I could say, like, one day I could say, oh, I look, The Cure is my favorite band. But then, like, the next day it's going to be like, I really like, I really like uh, Pantera, you know. It's like, mm-hmm. it, it'll just change. Like, I don't know. I don't, it's it's hard for me to, even when people are like, I'm writing music, they're like, you know, like, write a, write a part that sounds like this band. And I'm like, but. I, I don't know like I just want to write what I feel you know and that's that's a huge part of it too well yeah. I mean god 
that, that that to me is just like so bizarre to have someone say now write a riff that sounds like this band i'm like well we're not that band yeah exactly like, why why do that you're not that band yeah and that's it happens a lot and not i mean not i'm not talking about like casador but i think a lot of people do just they try and just like copy <clears throat> each other and they don't mean to it's just it's um I think that's just how people communicate about music. I mean, music is like a universal language. It's, um, I think it's, there are different degrees of it. It's like, there's almost, there's like different degrees of like linguistics and shit. It's very, very, very deep thing. And it resonates with people on so many different levels. And like, there's also a visual component to music that I think in hardcore music, a lot of it, a lot of there's like, there's really, I can't think of any hardcore bands maybe there's a few that use visuals, you know what I mean? Like projections and stuff like that. And that's like something like as Casdor, we want to start getting into while having that like brutality and like the, you know, the, the big fucking atmospheric shit too. It's certainly admirable. <clears throat> and I, I mean, it shows, you know, um, you guys are always reaching for something new, which is fucking awesome. But, um, Look, man, we don't want to take up your your whole Sunday. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, you got you got we you got weed to smoke and you got Bobby Flay to watch. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Hell yeah. But man, we we really appreciate the call in. We've been wanting to make up for that first interview for ever. Cool. Years. No, thank you, thank you guys so much. Uh, no, of course. So before we let you go, man, you want to plug your shit? Tell people where they can find you. Um. Yeah. Hold on. Let me think. Uh, <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> Casdor, too, too much weed. Um, Bandcamp, Casdor Bandcamper. It's either you know I don't fucking know how that it's, link it's, goes. Uh, it's Casdor Boston Bandcamp.com. <laughs> yes, there we go. Casdor Boston Bandcamp. Thank you. And then Instagram is Casdor Sludge, and then Casdor uh, Sludge um, website, and uh, you know, like you can find everything there. Um, you'll be facebook whatever and uh yeah we'll be announcing some shit shortly hopefully soon about you know new material just keep stay tuned i guess oh we we certainly will man uh you know keep us informed let us know uh when you when you've got a more solid idea about the next time you're gonna be in philly we'll make sure to be there sounds good i definitely will well i'm i'm glad i finally just got a chance to talk to you because Again, I know that I know that you've been in contact with the rest of the guys for a while, so I figured, yeah, yeah, might as well and, introduce myself. And maybe we'll, um, you know, try and get it around. This is hardcore time, and do it. Hopefully, yeah, or I'll fucking go up there. Yeah, yeah. I definitely come out for the fest, man. There, there's yeah. there's no reason not to. It's, yeah. it's a hell of a time. Yeah. All right, well, shit, man. Uh, thanks yeah. for calling in. It's it's always good to hear from you. Cool. You guys too, man. Thank you so much. Take it easy, man. Anytime. Take it right. easy, dude. Peace, Peace out. out. Peace, man.